All right, everyone. Listen, I hope you're ready for about a two to three hour show here. I'd like to welcome you to a sit down with Tony P and Matty B. I am your host, Tony Pompilio. I'm your co-host, Matt Buford. So if Matt Buford sounds like he's calling from Afghanistan, it's because uh, he got released from his protocol two days ago. And, um, you know, we're going to give him another day or two to uh, keep us all safe and uh, all that good stuff. So just to update everyone on that, Matt, everyone's doing well, right? You've had it. uh, The missus had it. Two of the kids had it. uh, Besides the, you know, fever, fatigue, and headache, not saying that that's easy, but we're not in the hospital, right? Right. Everybody's doing well. Um, I can tell you it's not a a particularly comfortable uh, situation, but uh, like you said, could could have been much worse. Um, Definitely looking forward to getting back out on this thing. Uh, I sat around the house for about nine or ten days with not much uh, interaction with people, so uh, picked a great show for that. All right, man. Well, with that being said, our two guests today is the one and only Rob Coffey and Sean Squirrels. Yeah, thanks, Tony. Hey, I'm uh, uh, happy to be here, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm with you, Matt. I, I had the COVID, too. My whole family went through the COVID, so, you know, I quarantined and, and didn't see daylight for 10 or 12 days, and, and I feel you, brother. So, you know, I'm, I wouldn't wish it on anybody, and I'm glad you're, glad you're back with the healthy. I appreciate that, Rob. So I've been lucky, Matt. I'm the only one I think sitting here that maybe hasn't had it. It's been I ain't had it. Well, to me and you are sitting pretty good. I will preface the crowd and let everybody know that's listening to this. If I mess up and call Tony Elmer, um, that will <laughs> two happen minutes a lot. in got it out of the way. <laughs> it's that's it's what it goes by is Elmer. But uh, very happy to be on. Happy you guys are having success at the start, and let's see where we go from here. Well, um, uh, for those of you, I, I think I mentioned the other day, we hit our uh, mark of 350 downloads. And again, there we don't have no magic number here. We're not making a penny. We ain't getting paid by the show or nothing like that. But with all means, if somebody wants to throw some sponsorship dollars, help us cover some of this cost, and uh, maybe uh, we get some money we can upgrade and add a video with these podcasts, which, uh, which would be pretty cool. I think it would give it a lot more. But with that being said, like I jokingly say, hey, man, We've done two shows, and I uh, had my buddy Nick Rice on Friday, and I think he's up to 40-something downloads already, which is pretty awesome within 24, or I guess roughly 48 hours. But uh, this is something we enjoy to do, and I've always said that uh, I wanted to do this because I've been fortunate in my life to come across some awesome people. And uh, listen, hey, if you, what's the old thing about putting people in a phone booth and, and, and getting a word in or whatever it may be? If there's going to be a show, this is one of them. But uh, with that being said, man, I, I'm so glad you guys are here. Thank you for coming. And uh, so for those of you listening, you know, we always do a pre-show where we just talk about what don't we want to talk about and what we want to get into and what we don't want to get into. Um, just giving you a little bit of a uh, heads up here. That took about 25 minutes. <laughs> um, and 10 minutes of that is me having to run down to Target because, uh, so as you can imagine, Morgan had a friend over the other night. And uh, I had the podcast set up here in my basement. We have this, I don't know, about six-foot-long wooden table. And uh, it's always here. It's clean, sanitized. It's always here. And they're like, hey, we want to play Monopoly. So I had to put all my stuff up, which took about 20 minutes, a half an hour, because if you're going to put it up right, you're going to put it up right. And they played Monopoly for about seven minutes. So so in that seven minutes, we lost our microchip and had to run down to Target to get a new one. So we're off to a good start. 
But uh, but anyway, hold on, though, hold on. You did make a promise that when you find that microchip on the next podcast, you will announce everybody where it was. Oh, that's a hundred percent. So I just want to make so, sure. Yeah. So so yeah. I, oh, that's a hundred percent. I might even go live. It, it, it's like a breaking news ticker alert or something. Um, and there's probably a ninety percent chance it's in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. No, it is funny story. You do say that. Kelly and I were leaving uh, yesterday to go to Zach's basketball game. And I'm, I'm, I'm throwing shit out of the, you know, we have a little thing. We put our keys in. I'm like, God damn it. Where's the key? Oh, they're in my pocket. <laughs> they're in my pocket. <laughs> All right. So here we go. We're going to get going here. Um, and just so you guys know, um, if you're just listening um, and you didn't read the description or anything, you just, you just clicked on it just to listen. So uh, we're going to go through introducing these two. We're going to go through our men's softball days, and then we're eventually going to get to high school softball. So uh, we're going to start off with Rob Coffee here. So Rob Coffee, tell everybody where you're from. So uh, grew up in Fort Thomas. Uh, went to Highlands. Um, you know, graduated in uh, 1986. <laughs> uh, so I'm the I'm the old guy here, but uh, yeah, no, um, you know, I I love the Highlands experience. Um, you know, I, I grew up. You know, it, you know one one thing that I'll say about Highlands is, you know, when you when you when you look from the outside, you know, you get this, you know, a lot of money, right? A lot of lot, uh, things handed to you, blah blah blah. You know, I, that wasn't for me. I mean, that wasn't me. Um, you know, my my, you know, <laughs> here I go already going down into the rat hole, right? But my my. Uh, my, uh, you know, my dad left when I was two years old, you know, so my, my mom raised two single, you know, a single mom raised two, two boys. Um, you know, I tell everybody all the time, you know, I went to Highlands my, in Fort Thomas schools my entire life and never lived in a house, right? We had to live in apartments on a bus line so my mom could get to work downtown, you know? So, um, you know, so it's not, you know, the whole, the whole cake eater, you know, and, and, and that is not, um, it's not everybody's story at, in Fort Thomas. So, you know, there, there are, there are, there's a lot of it, you know, I, I, you know, coming down, being older and seeing from the outside in and, oh yeah, absolutely. And, 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 you know, growing up, it was tough. Um, thank God I was an athlete because it would have been really tough growing up with a bunch of people with money and, and expectations entitlement where you weren't an athlete and had an in, right? I mean, that, that luckily I was, I, I, I was okay because I was, pretty good in sports, you know, so, um, you know, but, but, but that was my, my lifestyle and my, my, I'd say my battle, you know, and, and, and I don't compare it to the, you know, the kids that go to the, the, the lower end schools, you know, where, where there is some poverty and, and, and way more issues than I even had to deal with. Um, but, you know, I do say that it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows, right. you know, and it, it was, it was, it was tough making sure. And, and it led you know, I look back now, it probably led to some of the, you know, when you look back, the issues that I had, you know, in high school and, and, you know, there was times I was mean at times, but I think, you know, I look back and I think, gosh, you know, was it me being mean or was it me because I felt like I never fit, you know, fit in with that group, group, you know, so, you know, as you, as you, as you migrate and you get older, <clears throat> here's a prime example. So, you know, we didn't have all the AAU, we didn't have travel soft, baseball right. and softball and all that kind of stuff back then. But we had Knothole and we had the popular city teams and all that. Well, when I was growing up, I didn't play with any Highland kids. I played with all Newport, Bellevue, Dayton, and Covington kids. I mean, that's all All my friends. Uh, now, I had friends in my school and blah, blah, blah. But my, my friends that I hung out with were from Newport, a lot of them from Newport, Bellevue, and Dayton. And so, I mean, I was, I was one of the only Highlands kids myself and a lot of you probably know Trevor Barth, you know, he, he did that too. You know, we were, 
we were more of the go away to where we were more comfortable because we were more comfortable with playing with those kids than we were with some of the Highlands kids, you know, and, 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 and quite honestly, back in the day, they were probably the better athletes then, you know, I know my baseball, you know, Newport and baseball was loaded back in the day, you know, and, and, uh, and I played with all those guys that, that went to Newport and, and, uh, you know, eventually, eventually playing up through baseball and playing in, 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 in double A not hole. We won the city championship, played with Frank Jacobs, um, all the NC guys, Gary Gabbard, um, and, and all the way down to, um, you know, a lot of guys you may not remember. Um, but, but it was, that was where we played. I mean, that's where I played. I, I left the, the Fort Thomas bubble, if you will, to go play with those guys because one, I want to be competitive and two, I got along with them better, right? You know, so, um, but uh, you know, of course, in football, you played in Fort Thomas because that's what you did, right? right. It was, it, you came up through their system and you played their system and 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 that. And basketball was kind of a, a, a split for me. I played uh, sometimes with Fort Thomas kids, and a lot of times I'd go down and play in the junior pro with you know with the kids from from Newport. Um, so you know, I, I had kind of a mix. You know, I'm not your typical Fort Thomas person, you know, now I can say that being on the outside, but, um, but, uh, but definitely, um, experience both sides. So I, you know, that, that's, and I wouldn't change it for the world because some of my best friends, actually, I would say most of my best friends are outside of Fort Thomas now, right? Right. It's kids that I battled with in, in high school in in the, not travel sports, but the competitive sports. Um, and I'm more close to them now than I am kids I graduate with, went from kindergarten through high school, you know, through senior year with. So, um, you know, so that's, I know we're, here we go, right. We're already rambling into, <laughs> nah, we're good, into, yeah. into, into rat holes, but, but you know, that, that's, that's my life. That's where I came from. What it did drive for me, you know, I think is where it makes me successful now. And we've talked about a little bit in the pregame was the competitiveness of yourself that you decide to do something, you're going to do it and you're mm-hmm. going to do it right. And, and, uh, you wouldn't get involved in it if you didn't have the time to, to do it right. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's me in a nutshell. Um, I went to two years of two years of uh, college at, at Northern. Um, decided it wasn't you know college wasn't right for me, um, and then uh, uh, not because I was a bad kid or anything, but you know you got out and started making money in different different um, uh, avenues and uh, legal avenues, I'll say. <laughs> um, but uh, um, but uh, but then you know you get out and you, you don't. Who needs college? But but, you know, that was a bad decision on my part when I was young and dumb. And, again, I didn't have a dad in my, in my life. So, um, you know, mom did everything to try to drive me the right way, but it, it, it didn't work. You know, I knew better than her. Um, but uh, it turned out okay for me because um, I, I, I'll go back to that competitiveness and that drive got me into companies where I could end up showing, you know, that, that, that I, I, I'm knowledgeable enough, I'm smart enough, I'm experienced enough, I'm willing to put the time in. Um, and you know, like Fidelity Investments gave me a huge, you know, I've been there 24 years now and, and, and it gave me a huge opportunity and, uh, they reward you for working hard. And, uh, and there I am kind of like you for UPS, right? You've right. been there forever and, and yeah. you, they're going to have to drag me out of there, right? right. Yeah. I'm right. not leaving. Right? right. Uh, the tenure and the, and everything that they get, they've given me, uh, the, you know, hard work pays off. So, um, you know, it's out there there's opportunities. Yeah. Well, and just to add on there, so this is our fourth year in the bubble, and, uh, you know, we came two streets over just on Joyce, which literally, if you leave my street, turn right, cross the 471 bridge, there's Washington. Washington is Fort Thomas, but it turns into Joyce. So we were literally seven or eight houses away from Fort Thomas, but we were in Newport. Um, 
So, and credit to Kelly, and I say this, people get mad all they want, girls are mean, right? <laughs> girls are just mean. Yep. So when we made this switch, we were at St. Therese, love St. Therese, by the way, shout out St. Therese. You know, it wasn't nothing there, but when you get a house in Fort Thomas, hell, and again, I always throw this stupid stat, and I'm being sarcastic, but it's truth. Highlands, was it Highlands and Beachwood or whatever it is, they've been one or two in the top 25 in the state for like 30 years. You know what I'm saying? So right. like, right. it is what it is. Right. So, um, and you know, and, and, and we'll, for education, obviously. Right. Um, so, you know, we made the move and, and now credit, like I said, credit to Kelly. And she was like, hey, look, you know, to, to your point about the persona at Highlands, like, look, man, we ain't fucking, we, we ain't going uh, to the Bahamas on spring break. Right. We're like, maybe Gatlinburg if you're lucky, you know. <laughs> for and a then, couple days. Exactly, <laughs> right. And then uh, what I've come to learn, like you said, um, first off, there's a lot of Newport people up here. And I said this on my show on Friday mm -hmm. night with Nick, you know, I work third shift first off, <clears throat> excuse me. So, you know, I'm not coming from work to pick the kids up. I'm coming up there in the summertime in shorts, a cut off shirt. I probably just left the gym or whatever it may be. And the first time somebody came up and kind of gave me the old smack. Hey man, we love seeing people like you up here, you know, and granted it is what it is. <laughs> and, and, and what I've come to learn is like you said, and, and I, and I say this respectfully because like I said the other day, as a kid, man, you know, we took the number 11 bus from Newport to the right. Armory, man, every, right. every weekend, right. you know, every weekend. Right. And again, it's like as soon as you got here, you're driving down the street. First off, we're looking for what address are we going to tell the guy so we can get him for <laughs> a dollar, dollar, for a dollar and not five bucks. Right. And then and then they caught on like, hey, uh, who's your seventh grade math teacher? We're like, all right, here's the five bucks. <laughs> here's the five bucks. Even the people renting apartments or whatever, maybe. I feel they're here for a reason. Mm -hmm. They're here for, we're going to do whatever the hell we got to do to live here and to get our kids into school and get them tutors and, and, and get them in and out and, 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 and all that. And, 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 and I told her that and, you know, she, she kind of laughed or whatever, but I was like, you know, so I know, and, and I'm sorry, I'm, I guess I should tell you what the tallies were. The tallies were, I think she was just being very humble. So when she would get to something to where like, wh how do you describe it? Or what do you say? She hit it with, we're just for Thomas. That's what we do. And I know that's very generic mm -hmm. and some people might not like it, but it is what it is. Yeah. You know, and, and that was why I said, Hey, look, I, I know you kind of didn't know what to say, but switch your teachers here and you'll probably get the same results right. because your kids have, for the most part, have a mom and dad, they're getting breakfast. If they're struggling in something, they're getting tutors and help. Whereas I came from Newport. Some of my best friends, Monday through Friday, they stayed at three different places, right. you know, right. and the only time they ate was the free lunch and breakfast at school. Right. So, and again, I, I don't mean that obviously nothing negative and, and Highlands has the persona it does. But to your point though, when we came over here, that's where Kelly, Kelly was kind of concerned. Like, and Morgan, A, she's our oldest and B, she's a girl and girls are mean. I don't care what anybody says, yeah. you know, we can, we have hell over the socks and, and, and old ripped up jacket. I, okay, whatever. But if a girl has that, it's, she's. You know, you have your clicks and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, yeah. but I just wanted to, um, w w you know, just add that in there because, like you said, that persona, it is kind of intimidating. It yeah, is. I, I'd say, you know, you know here's, here's the way to look at it. I think, um, you know, for, for me, Highlands was a huge success because it is um, focused on education, right? So who knows what I would have got if my mom, my hero, hadn't, worked three jobs, st you know, stayed in apartments in Fort Thomas, sacrificed basically her entire life, right, to allow me to get that education, right? And, 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 and it did. So uh, it's an aspect, if you're thinking about, you know, do I make the move? Do I do that or whatever? It's an aspect as far as for your kids being selfish, absolutely, they're going to get a great edu education. Where the, the, the uh, you know, kind of the challenge starts is – 
how do you interact with, um, you know, what I'll say, the, 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 the persona of Fort Thomas, right? right? You got those rich folks that are, and, and let me, let me, let me, let me preface this with almost everybody I know from Fort Thomas are, are great people. Right, 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 right But, right, right. but they do tend to label people, right? Hey, right. we're glad to have you up here, Pom, right? right? right you right, know, right. you're from Newport. We're glad to have people like, like you, right? right. Um, that, that happens, right? And so you've got to be able to um, massage that message to say, hey, I'm living in the bubble, Right. Right. It is a bubble. It's flat out right. a bubble. Right. They they think that there's a big dome over top of Fort Thomas. And, and I'm just being honest. I right. went there, right. I, you know, and, and, and there's a big dome over Fort Thomas and you leave that bubble and uh, go off and spread your wings. Th- there's always the decision making of whether you're still part of them. Right. right. Or and, 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 and I'm not here to bash Fort Thomas because, again, I, I know a ton of wonderful people from right. Fort Thomas. The schools are outstanding. But there is that persona you got to fight when, and, and you got to figure out how how to um, integrate. That's a horrible word because right, it goes back to way back when. But integrate your kids right. that may you know may not be used to some of that. So um, you know, I have a niece that's up there now. She's a senior. She came from Newport. Um, she's a cheerleader. She made it. You know, she's good. She she went from she struggled the first year. She came as a seventh grader. Um, she struggled with education, um, for the first two years, like, like really struggled, had to get the help and all that. And now she's a straight A student, right? So, um, you know, she, she benefited from it. Do they love this, the, the, the whole, everything that encompasses Fort Thomas? No, they don't love that, but they love that her dot, that their daughter has got a great education. Right. And, and, and like Rob said, so those of you that have listened to prior episodes, it's just understood. And I guess I should probably do this every four or five episodes. It's just understood when we are talking about something, like I talk about Newport because I went there, and I'm being honest about it. Ralph's talking about Highlands because he went there. If anybody takes it sideways or anything more than what it is, again, um, whatever you're listening to, delete it. You get it off your phone. Don't don't listen. And that's just me being honest because um, this is what we are, man. We're just being honest, and it's not knocking anybody. And if you probably take offense to it, you're probably one of the ones we're talking about. So, <laughs> so that's just that's just being honest. It is what it is. But uh, all right, Rob, we got anything else with you and your no, four no, time no, mistakes? Okay, well, hold on, hold on yeah. real quick. So I know you had mentioned, uh, uh, you know, you play some sports, but up to high school. So high school, when like let's say your junior senior year, what sports did you play? I ended my senior year um, only playing baseball. Okay. Um, and and the reason that was was a couple of different things. So, um, you know, the, here you go into rat holes. So, yeah, up until freshman year, I played all three sports at Highlands. Um, and um, my freshman year – um, you know, I was a quarterback of the, of the, of the high school, of the freshman team. We were pretty successful. Um, you know, we did well. It was a high, it was a typical Highlands, Highlands football. Um, my sophomore year, so I played freshman basketball, baseball, my sophomore year, um, it, 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 it's really what started to kind of change things. And I'll give you, it, it, none of you guys are old enough, um, but it goes back to my guy here on the left, the Connor school, um, as a sophomore. So, so right. You, as a kid in, in Fort Thomas, you're bred to play football. Right. I mean, you're, everybody knows that it's not a secret, right? So I don't have to go into that, but, um, you're bred to play football. So my sophomore season, um, we're number one in the state. I think we are actually top 20 in the country on USA today. Yeah. Um, just destroying people. Well, that was the year of Melvin Miles at Connor. Yep. Um, we didn't play Connor through the season, um, so but we had heard about Melvin, and um, we knew. So, long story short, we get to the playoff game. Um, 
and, and I'll tell you a funny story too, but, um, you know, we're playing Melvin, Melvin Miles and Connor at Connor and we lose 14 to six, you know, everybody's crushed. Right. So, you know, you got, I'm a sophomore, you got these seniors that are just loaded seniors, guys that I think are just gods, right. Um, crying on the bus on the way home and blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, we, we all know that sport, high school sports kind of overlap, right? So the next morning at 8 a.m. was our first basketball tryout. Well, <laughs> I didn't I didn't make it a basketball tryout. You know, I could have, I felt like I could have made the team. I felt like I was good enough and, and that, but I was like, darn it, I, 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 I'm not going to ever feel this feeling again of being top 20 in the country and, 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 and having this downfall, I'm going to focus on football, right? I'm going to lift weights. I'm going to run. I'm going to do that. I was always going to play baseball. I've always been a baseball at heart, but I wasn't going to let basketball get in the way. So I didn't show up. Ken Shields is our coach at Highlands. Everybody knows Ken Shields. Um, and, and, and what's funny, Ken Shields came to me and, um, I don't know, about a week after tryouts and said, um, look, I know you're a football player. I know you're upset with, with, um, you know, your stuff, but you know, if you want to come back out, you know, I'll, 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 and at the time, right. I, I probably should have taken it on cause Ken Shields a God, right. And whether I've played a minute or not under Ken Shields, I would have learned a lot. Um, but I didn't. And I said, you know, basically thank you, but no, thank you. And I said, I gave up basketball at that point. So, uh, because, Right. I'm a four timers. I'm a football player, right? I ain't a basketball player. Um, so anyway, um, so that, that kind of shut off my, um, my, my, my basketball career as a junior in, in high school. Um, oh, and Matt here, <laughs> I'll connect both, all of us here. Um, so, uh, as a junior in high school, I'm playing football. Um, I was, we went through all the double, triple sessions. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, most likely got the starting safety job locked down for Highlands. Um, I was a two-way player. I played quarterback and safety, but, you know, it, it's coming in in a junior. You're the backup quarterback, right? So it, a lot of times they didn't let you play defense, but I, they allowed me. They, I was going to play defense. We're playing. We go through all the double sessions. We do all this stuff. We go to the scrimmage the week before the season opener, and we're uh, we're playing Dixie. <laughs> and... Uh, um, we run through all, you know, all of our back and forth and we do all of our things. And then, you know, it comes time to put um, the second team offense in the second team defense and blah, blah, blah. So I'm running the second team back in the day, back when I played, we were a option team. So we okay. ran a ton of option. Um, so, you know, I'm five people that know me. No, I'm, I'm not a six, three throwing down field quarterback, right? I had a decent arm and, and could keep you honest, but I was more of a scat back. You know, we had four running backs basically right. back there. So, um, and that's how we beat you. And uh, so we're, we're running, I'm about 10 plays into our offensive set and I run a, uh, I'll never forget it. I mean, it's a, entrenched in my, in my brain. I run an, uh, uh, an option left. So, you know, as a quarterback, you run down the line and then you pitch it, right? Well, as I run down the line, the, um, the tackle, my, I guess my left tackle didn't do his job. Their tackle reached over, grabbed my shoulder pad and I was 155 pounds, right? I'm not, I'm too Blah, 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 now, but, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, you know, I was 155 pounds. I was a scat back. I wasn't a, I wasn't a run you over guy. And he grabbed me by the shoulder pads, ripped me around and, and I fell down and, and I had the ball tucked in my left hand, my right hands extended and, and kind of catches myself on the ground. Well, I don't know where the guy came from. I don't know if he hit me late. I don't know if he got pushed into me. His helmet hits me right in the middle of the forearm, shatters my arm. Um, it was so bad that, um, you know, I, 
I didn't know what happened. Like I knew I got hit, but I didn't know what happened. Like I went in stra- probably straight to shock and it, and you know, um, it was so bad that I, I'm still laying on the ground. I, you know, my, everybody else has turned around, like <laughs> can't watch. And my fullback comes over to help me up and I give him my arm up and it's, like to help me up, and it's just mangled. He literally turns around and pukes, like like it. it Almost was like a cartoon when it's like droop. Like yeah, droop. yeah. No, I mean it was. You can't describe it. It was. It was just hanging there, and um, you know. And so then, you know. Anyway, long story short, I go to the doctor. Blah blah blah. I get to the hospital. They said it. All this other stuff. I'm out. Literally. And, and I had thoughts about coming back and trying to play basketball as a junior, right? Well, my my arm was in a cast till. I, I, like almost baseball, like uh, like February probably, um, it was that bad, and um, and so so anyway, this was you know this is one of the things for me mentally that was you know again I didn't have a dad around so I didn't have anybody to bounce this off of, but it really 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 shook me. So what happens is um, in my career, you know, I still want to play football, right? But here I am now. I was a junior. I lost my whole junior season, right? And, um, and, 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 and as a kid in Fort Thomas, if you're the, if you're a quarterback in Fort Thomas, right, all you're doing is waiting your turn, right? You got to wait your turn to be the quarterback because that's the fame and glory, right? I mean, you, you sit there from fifth grade on thinking that's going to be my time. Right. And, and it was senior, 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 senior. Back then there was no younger underclassmen hardly playing unless there was injuries. And, and so, Keep that in mind because I'll come back to that. But what happened was that same year from junior to senior year was the year that I ended up playing summer baseball in double A in Knothole with multiple kids. We ended up winning the city championship. We beat a team from Coleraine in the finals. We had, the, you know, Gary Gabbard, Frank Jacobs, um, uh, uh, Kevin um, um Gray from Beachwood, oh, Gray, the coaches, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, we had kids from Bellevue, Dayton, Campbell County, all over the place, an absolute all-star team. And we dominated, killed everybody. So at that point, right, I'm thinking, okay, I really want to focus on baseball now. Right. So, so the combination of, I got hurt my junior year, um, my dream of being a Highlands quarterback, right probably got flushed down the toilet because other kids stepped up and ended up playing. Well, so let me step back. The senior that year ended up getting hurt out for the season. Really? So it would have been my opportunity, number one. But number two, not only that, the the sophomore behind me ended up doing pretty well, right? So as I'm going to every game, right, I'm going, oh, my God, I'm, I'm seeing my dream just get crushed every game because he did fairly well. And so I kind of figured I wasn't going to play quarterback, right? I I knew there was a spot for me probably somewhere, you know. I, I could have moved to receiver, running back, something like that. But my dream, right, as a kid, without without a dad to talk to, um, you know, really was crushed, you know. So anyway, so what I did was we had that success in baseball. Um, that, that dream was crushed. I ended up not playing my senior year. It's probably one of the biggest regrets I ever have. Gotcha. You know, because – I, I never got to finish the story, right? But as a young kid, that that mental part of that was just too much for me. You know, I, I just i i couldn't I couldn't take the fact that I wasn't going to be the quarterback, right? Because you lead those teams, you lead the JV, you lead, you know, the freshman JV, blah blah blah. And 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 as you all know, in Highlands, you know, there back then there was from seventh and eighth grade, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. There's always four inter-squad teams, right? There's teams. Yeah. So when 
they bring all these together. One of the reasons Highlands has so much darn success is because when you bring those four competitive teams in, you got four quarterbacks, eight running backs, you know, blah, 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 that are competing for that one spot. Well, I had, right, I won it, right? I was the guy. And um, and I was the guy they were going to develop now. And so that was, it was crushing, you know, and without having mental help for that, um, you know, in a, in a day, it was tough, you know, so, yeah. So, um, you know, I ended up playing baseball my senior year. We did really well. We lost in the finals of the region to a Campbell County team that we had beaten three times prior in the year. Um, one of my, it's funny, one of my best friends today, still Dave Combs, um, had injured his knee. I'll never forget this one. Playing at Simon Kenton, um, regional finals. We beat Boone County and Holmes to get their homes. Funny, they had a, uh, Housley, I think, was his name. You know what? I, I coach his – I'm assuming it's his son or nephew in Newport. Yeah. Brandon Housley, yeah. he was part of the home state championship team yeah. in 2011, yeah. 12, whatever it was. We beat him. He was almost unbe- unbeatable. Um, and uh, we see it, – it's so funny. Camel County was in our district, not only back then mm-hmm. – yeah. Well, no, and as I was going to add, for those people my age and younger, I only know it because I officiate. But yes, back then, Campbell and all the ninth, you guys think it's hard to get out of the ninth region now. You you couldn't even fathom twenty five plus years ago. Right. It was just unbelievable. Unbelievable. It was unbelievable. But I'm well, sorry, but well, no, no, you could, and and it wasn't just unbelievable because um, of how many teams they had, but where we were going before Newport. Was really good. So, so is this what Stam and all those guys? Yeah. Well, yeah. Stam was two years ahead of me, but, okay, but Ricky but Ra- Raymond Hay. Oh, Raymond Hay. Uh, okay. uh, 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 darn it, I'm afraid of the name. But uh, Steve Belcher. I mean, they were they, they were real good. They uh, they had a, they were low. It was all the kids I played with. Right, right, right. <laughs> it was right, all. Right, right. So I knew they were good, right? Um, and uh, so we're playing at Simon Kenton. Simon Kenton's in the ninth region this time. Um, we go through the tournament. We beat Boone County, who was loaded. A Re- couple of Rieselman brothers and a couple of real good, just loaded with athletes. Um, Holmes was really good. We beat them in the second round. We come to Campbell County. We beat. We had just beat Campbell County. They were in our district, and we had just beat Campbell County in the district, eleven to two. I mean, destroyed them. Like, yeah. and 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 had beat them pretty easily. I think I wouldn't say easily. Um, uh, the, the other two times we played them, but we're three and zero against them going in. So we'd already done the hard work, right? right. We being Boone and, and Holmes, who were were loaded that year, already done the hard work. We go in, we're up five to three. Bob Cowie, he's a sophomore, he's six three five something like that. Through heat is on the mound. We got our best pitcher on the mound. They got Mike Hertzenberg on the mound, who's probably I don't know five six, and but he outstanding pitcher, outstanding pitcher. Um, we're up five to three in the bottom of seventh inning, and. Um, uh, we're, we're out there and we play Steve Teagarden, who's yeah. some of you guys might know. He was our leadoff hitter. I, I don't know. I felt like he batted a thousand. He, <laughs> I think he, he hit like 550 or something. I mean, ridiculous. You just, you just couldn't get the guy out. And, um, he was a Campbell County shortstop and, and, uh, we're up five to three, Bob Cowan amount, just, dr- I mean, just drilling kids and, um, and Teagarden's up. Right. So he's leading, he leads off for him. And he, and, and, uh, we're like, well, you know, if we can just get, get Teagarden out, we're in, really good shape here right we're going to state we get him out <laughs> we, right. i mean so you got one out up two, one out up we're, two. Good we're ready to rock um well all then you know yeah, all of us know how fast wheels can fall off right so i i don't remember all the ins and outs or blah 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 but um anyway they had they get to uh they get a couple guys on um and i think there was actually two outs and uh a good friend of mine to, to this day um 
well, I was going to say, I, I won't give his name because I don't want to give him a shout out that, that he was not doing well. But anyway, a good friend of mine who batted, I think, I don't know, fifth or sixth for, for Kemba County, really good hitter, but he was struggling throughout the whole tournament. So um, my, one of my best friends, Dave Combs, is on the, is on the bench. He, um, he missed his whole junior season because he tore his knee out in the first part of the year. Well, he had rehabilitated and came back and blah, blah, blah. And, and there's man on first and second and, uh, and, and two outs, and, uh, and they pinch hit him. He hasn't had a hit all year. Right. Like, hasn't, bat, hasn't had a, a bat all year. He gets up, and I don't know the count or whatever, but to make it any more dramatic, but he hits a bullet in the gap between right center and center, and they score and uh, get another hit and wins the game. He had one bat on the whole season, won the it. MVP of the regional of the, champs. The regional champs, yeah. yeah. So anyway, you know, no. but that was a whole, you know, that was the that was a, a moment. So I, I got, you know, we got close, but we never made it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just to backtrack. Um, cause you said you were 86. So yep. uh, who was your, who was the football coach at Highlands then? Um, it was, um, darn it. He was only there a couple of years. Um, sorry to put you on the spot. No, no, no. I, I'll come up with it. Um, it's funny that, you know, I can't remember this. I, I know it. Uh, I'll come up with it. No biggie. When yeah. you get it, just tell yeah. us. Uh, All right. So uh, you good? Hey, yeah. uh, Matt Buford, you have anything for Mr. Coffee? No, I think he covered everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now here we are in this. So y'all know I'm going to cue this 35 minute mark. Rob, thank you. You got us through 35 minutes there. Uh, now we move on to my man, Sean Sproles, who Connor grad, correct? Connor grad, 1994. Um, I didn't know it until you talked, but me and Mr. Coffee have a lot of similarities. Um, grew up single mom. Just me and my brother, so uh, we we kind of grew up a little a uh, little tough. Had to wait for the first of the month to get the food stamps to eat, and uh, she was kind of our hero as well. And then once we hit probably twelve or thirteen, mom kind of uh, she had me when she was fourteen or fifteen. So she decided it was time maybe to sow some wild oats. So then my grandma jumped in and kind of took care of us through there. So um, God rest both their souls, but they had a big impact with us, and I think that's where sports. Not you know speaking for you so to speak, but sports and the team environment were pretty pretty big on me. My dad was gone when I was three as well, so I kind of took on the role as I you know got older of you know basically raising my brother. To this day, I think I'm three years older than him, but it's more of a you know father son relationship than a brother relationship. Um, but a lot of times, you know, I played basketball, football, and baseball when I was younger, all the way up through eighth grade, and the sports and the coaches were kind of the people I looked at the most for the idols and guidance and this and that. Um, as I got through high school, I stuck with baseball. I think one of the regrets I have is not giving football a chance after eighth grade. Um, I think when I was younger, football was probably my better sport. Um, I had my Al Bundy polk high, you know, story, <laughs> as everybody always tells me, because I'm always, I always kid around about the 1987 Boone County Pee Wee Super Bowl. I got MVP. We beat Sean Alexander in the championship and, outrushed team and had a couple interceptions and stuff like that. But um, I, I don't think if we're talking rat holes as Rob was, and we got to right before freshman football, coaches started reaching out to me. Um, hey, we need you. Come out to play. And I don't think I ever realized it till I was close to graduating. But with mom not having much money, us not having a lot of transportation, going two days, three days, you know, three times a day, there was a fear that I was going to commit to this and not be able to go through with it. 
Yep. So the easier thing for me to do was just kind of, you know, back away from football together. Basketball, I could shoot. Um, if anybody sees me now, I was a little smaller back in the day, <laughs> but running and all that stuff uh, wasn't anything I was going to be good with. And, you know, we had some good basketball players because obviously we won the region, uh, I believe, my junior year. So we had some good basketball players there. So basketball was never an opportunity. Um, but football is a one regret. I think I would have really loved our senior year. We had a really good squad. That's when we upset Highlands and Fort Thomas. Um, I believe it was the last year right before Mueller came on mm -hmm. um, that we ended up beating them in overtime on a field goal, which was pretty fun to watch. That year for me was uh, tough to be in the stands watching because that's when it really – I never got the chance for the Friday Night Lights or get out and play. Um, started coaching youth football not too long after, you know, my baseball career ended. And I'm a baseball guy, now softball guy at heart, but even to this day football is where – my love is even when it comes to like coaching the game and some small things like that. Um, lucky enough, baseball, um, still remember the day, had a pretty good freshman year JV and probably about four games into the JV season, sophomore year coach knocks on the door, pulls me out of math class, hands me the varsity uniform <laughs> says, all right, you're with us today. Um, and it goes back to not having family. I was all excited and you know, I, I, have no one to talk to and call and say, Hey, guess what, man, I'm playing something big. And my mom did a role in this and that, but there still wasn't that person I could talk to to right. kind of say, Hey, um, just like the business life. And I don't know if it's the same with you, but you know, competition is huge with me. I always try to compete to get better. Yep. Um, and prove that I, I don't want to say prove that I'm worth something, but also prove that I'm not going to, uh, I'm going to grow out kind of the way that I was set up, so to speak. Um, I was going to make something of it. And whether it was sports, professionally, you know, I'm lucky with married, three daughters, and this and that. But I'm always going to try to make sure that I'm leaving it better than what I was. Yeah. So that was a that was a big day for me. I still laugh because I tell the story to the softball girls I coach, especially now that I'm back at Connor coaching. Um, but that first first day, we're playing Dixie, excited, nervous. Jason Johnson's on the mound, who went and pitched for the Pirates and the Whites. You know, had a decent major league career. So there was some stout scouts there, and here I am. You know, like what we're going to do. Five errors in, four innings. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, oh, my God. I, I remember the first ball that's hit to me. I, I bobble it as I pick it up. Now, I could throw back in the day. I would top out about 90 miles per hour. But 90 miles per hour to me would end up over the fences or wherever <laughs> else. And I, I just remember I was being warned. They got some speed. And uh, first ball hits to me. I boot it, and I pick it up. I look out of the corner of my lot, and it's that old moment I better hurry up from deep in the hole and short stop and I threw it over the fence hit the school <laughs> um but I battled through that and it was crazy because one of the things that stuck with me the whole time so here I am a sophomore and you know I think I at that time I replaced either a senior or junior and it was a tough transition and after the game I think we lost that game and we had a pretty good squad but um I remember after the game you just get those looks or you get that feeling like you don't belong and as I'm sitting there waiting for my mom to come pick me up and everybody else is home and I think I had to sit there for like 45 minutes just outside school waiting, contemplating, you know, there's no way I could be this bad. Um, Coach Scott Thomas drove up, and I know he's still around Connor all the time, and I don't think he ever knew that he he said something that left with me for a long time. And he pulls up, rolls down the window, and obviously I'm thinking right then and there, I'm I'm going back JV. I'm, I'm <laughs> right. done, yeah. I, I, and I don't blame you, Coach. Right, I mean, right. What can I, I say? I've seen that too. <laughs> and uh, he rolled down the window. He goes, you okay? And, you know, I'll, I'll suck my pride up for a little bit, had some tears coming down. I said, I'm going to be okay, Coach. I'm sorry. Right. And he looked at me and he laughed. He goes, you don't be apologizing about this. You look back to this years later and you're going to laugh. Mm -hmm. 
I said, okay. So we get home that night. Still, you know, it was kind of good. I had nobody to talk to about the game that time. My little brother, he kind of asked me, how'd it go? I said, we're not going to talk about it. And he's like, well, it was your first varsity game. And I think I was even two for three. But right. I was like, I, I can't talk about it. And I remember the next day we were playing. I think we went to St. Henry and uh, didn't wasn't in the lineup. So I, I knew that was going to happen. And I got to come in late and pinch hit. And, you know, I think I ended up getting the double to tie the game or some small things like that. So baseball was the way I went all through high school. Yep. Um, still regretted the football every day. We had some good athletes there and some good teams. Um, and then once I got done with that, I went and had a little small college down in Georgia I gave a little attempt to. But did did some mistakes. It was my first time branching out and getting away from mom and everything else and, you know, made some mistakes that I regret. So kind of followed the same path as you as well. Came back up here, went to Northern for about a year and a half. Um, and then I started working. I fell into the freight business at DHL. And I've bounced around a couple places from DHL to Ford Air, but now I run a, you know, a freight terminal in uh, Hebron. So I've been lucky in this business for a long time. And, um, and then it just went from that to the slow pitch because I think as a competitor, as you both know, once you have that, that's uh, even from a coaching perspective, we can't teach a kid how to be competitive. We can tell them all they want, but they either want to compete or they don't. Right. And, you know, that's where I went into the slow pitch area that we'll talk about at some point. And then from there, um, you know, when the body started giving out, then you take it over to coaching and, you know, you still have that competitive drive, but now it's just you take it to a different angle, so to speak, and watch the girls, you know, prosper in my space. But it's been a fun year for me from the football side as well because a lot of the seniors and juniors right now in Northern Kentucky that have had some good careers, I had – when, you know, they were six to nine years right. old where I coached against them. So I got a call um, from a kid that's uh, – he ended up making honorable region, I think, or honorable all-state for Simon Kitten, defensive end. Um, he was my little captain for, I think, three years when he was seven to nine. Well, he was all pumped up one day because he was going against a kid. I, I don't know if it was Lex Cath or what, but one of the top tackles in the, in the state that committed to UK. Yeah. Calls me up out of the blue. I haven't talked to him in three years, four years. Yeah. He says, hey, coach, man, just just to let you know – as we know as coaches, you know, especially being at as long as we have, those are those are the moments you enjoy. Absolutely. Because the whole the whole deal is trying to live like I said, if I can live a leave a little piece of me into the kids that we coach, then you know, there's those small things that we remember as athletes when right. we played the game. Whether it was slow pitch, but a lot of high school coaches have a huge impact. Right. And I had the same thing. We didn't have, you know, I went from not whole baseball um, straight to basketball, and then I had a you know small couple years with hockey, but then you know straight to football, and we didn't have the travel teams and this and that. You did you know you played around with your same group of friends, but right. um, it, it was fun because as those coaches not having a father figure, um, the impression and some of the small things that they have a way to shape a kid, an athlete, um, they have no idea. Right, they have and no idea. That's what I'd say. You know, with Tony, with you, with. Uh, you know, you haven't got to experience that yet, right? You're going through all this. You're developing these young athletes, superstars, and blah, blah, blah. But you haven't had the reward right. that Sean and I have had oh. of seeing them go through high school and be successful. Right. Well, that's what I was going to say. We all know Chip Gregg here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, probably besides you two and, and maybe one or two others, uh, throw Laura and Youngie and, them and Jason Schuster and them in there and Rusty, obviously. But uh, he's 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 he told me that. He's like, you know, he's like, Pomp, he's like, there's nothing better when you get the random text, a random phone call, when this, thanks, or, mm -hmm. or they call you, like you said, three years later to tell you the story. Hey, this is what happened, you know, and blah, 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 right. you know, like it's, it's cool. And like, and, and like you said, obviously not there yet, but, but the one thing I can say, cause you, when you mentioned Housley, right? So, um, when I came back from Moorhead, no one, uh, I, or O2, 
I coached middle school basketball on Newport. So we had a good team. Like I said, the, the Housley kid who was at Newport, who ended up transferring to Holmes, which obviously Newport and Holmes, that's common. Right. It is flip-flops. Yeah. yeah. And then um, we, we had a, a really good team. And, one, and I know it's a sixth-grade basketball, but like we were really good. Right. So as you could imagine, fast forward six years later, I see this kid winning a state championship at Holmes. <laughs> and again, I don't care to tell this story and, you know, whatever. So – me being the 22, right? I'm young, fiery. <laughs> I'm doing what I want to do. This is the way it's going to be. Right. So him and another fella named Booby who went to Newport, I'm pulling into practice because we were right after school because you went sixth grade, boys, girls, seventh grade, boys, girls, eighth grade uh, for the gym time. And uh, I'll never forget, I saw Booby and Brandon walking like away from the school. I'm like, ah, because at the time there was a little store called Poopies right there on the corner of Newport. I was like, ah, they're probably going to get something to eat, some snacks or something, whatever. Them two cats didn't show up. So... That Saturday, we played Beachwood, and again, you talk about the memory. So we we, right. we played Beachwood, and that, and I, I was our only loss. So kind of shout out to myself <laughs> for the memory, but it was our only loss right. because Booby and Brandon Housley didn't play. So as you could imagine, you know, I'm taking taking the heat for it. Right. I'm, whatever, man. Right. Whatever. And what was so awesome is years later, Mom and them they lived down there Victoria Square, right there by the Fourth Street Bridge, and she came up and just thanked me. Yeah. You know, like. I guess that's the closest thing I have and the only thing yeah. I have, but that's going back, like I said, 2003. It's going to get a better. That's what I'm saying. Right, right. <laughs> but like just for her years later, yeah. hey, look, thank you for doing that. Right. You know, and I'm like, that's awesome, you know, because these get practice, right. there's, you know. There, there's so much. I was, even this past summer, I was sitting around for the 16U softball team I was coaching, and I put a post that on Facebook that it was, I think it was even 91 degrees that day. If any former players or whatever else want to come up, get some base running work in, I need kind of, you know, cause you guys know with summer you're limited to maybe 10 or 11, 12 girls at practice. Right. So you can't do the luxury that we have at high school where right. you can line up 25 girls and have a real practice. Um, I had eight or nine kids show up just to run bases right. for me for right. two hours, right? And I'm talking girls that are playing at Thomas Moore, you know, girls Studs. that are trying. Yeah, right. McKinley. I just, and I sit there and I shake my head. And when we talk, you know, we're not going to name drop a lot of athletes and what, but I, kn I know you know McKinley Miller, obviously, right? right? And Rob, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Rob knows her Love and this and that. <laughs> Love and that kid. me and that kid, we, you know, butt heads and we had fun. But even after her first game on – you know, when she got to play last year, whether it was Bowling Green or whoever she was, she's sitting there on ESPN. As soon as the game's over, I get a text from her. And But those moments right there, you know, people don't look – I get it from some people, it's wins and losses. You know, I was lucky enough to be with Rob for four years at Highlands, and we won two regions. And I, I laugh about the story is, you know, at, at Connor Baseball, we had some really good teams. But just like it is right now, our district – it's just you'd never know. And okay. last year, you know, being in Boone County two years ago when we were twenty four and four and we get upset first round by Connor. It's just always a tough district. The first time ever in my athletic career that I got to step on a region field was coaching with Rob. And I remember <laughs> we were at Northern and I walked out and I even said something to him and Steve and I was like, Wow. And they're like, What? And I said, Is this what a region game feels like? Right. And you know, because I sat there for a second and I, you take for granted some of those high school moments. Right. Um, and you know, even though it's softball and this and that for the, for that mindset it's like man it's just it, it was amazing to stick out and realize okay here i am 25 26 years later given the opportunity and we'll talk about it. i don't even know if rob me and rob have probably never really talked about you know the enjoy what i loved about coaching from him what i learned about him and you know as much as he helped me 
um, and the advice he gave me and small things like that, or how it even came about because Matt's <laughs> on the phone, um, uh, you know, listening and this, uh, it was Doug Buford. We're sitting in Fort Air one day and I was trying to get into a high school program to, to coach and Doug's like, Hey, did you hear Rob Coffey got the job at, um, and I'm not trying to take us off on a tangent, no, but I know no, at no. some point we were going to touch this and got the job at Highlands. I remember I emailed him cause me and Rob played one slow pitch year together. Mm-hmm. And uh, even then I was kind of picking his brain about some stuff. And, you know, the next thing, you know, Rob's like, Hey, come on out I'm well hey you know at that point it was still it's softball it's different than baseball right right that's kind of the mentality that was still out there a little bit hey you got to know the softball game (laughs) it's fast pitch and it's different and then I just remember going up to Rob and Rob's like hey as long as we got a pitching coach or somebody to watch the pitchers everything else is the same it's all right (laughs) and uh so I went and talked and then it it was hilarious because we you were we were in that gym I think it was a Woodfield or what well, we, well, what's funny is we uh, we at Highlands we started before they had that field house. We started playing, and, and we had practices in Woodfield's cafeteria yeah, at the time, and yeah. then uh, and then yeah, we would go to what at the time um, Highlands had what they called the girls' gym, which is a fitness center now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean a box. It was I, a I box, think yeah. my first day with you has walked into Woodfield. I remember yeah, I introduced yeah. you, and we got girls set up in different stations, and I just remember. You know, because obviously Matt Buford, Doug, and all of them. You know, Sean, you're making the you're making the joy to cake eater country and this <laughs> and that, which I still have yet to get cake and everything else. But that's a whole different story. Um, but I remember walking in there with Rob and you know talking to you a little bit and just the the um, watching the girls work. And I don't remember who we brought in as a fitness instructor. Whether it was Megan, oh, yeah. Megan was it Megan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ashley's sister. Yep. And this is where I just I was blown away because Megan starts killing them for about forty five minutes, yep. and she did. And I'm watching it. I'm looking at Rob like, if these athletes ever ask us to go out and do this, I can say <laughs> I used to, but no chance. But I'm watching two girls physically get sick in trash bags, and they're carrying the baskets while they're running up and down. <laughs> and you know that fear of coaching girls because at that time I'm coming from coaching football, where that mentality of rah rah, let's go hit and blah blah blah. Um, but yeah, it, it was crazy just to to see that dynamic and that transition um but the coaching as we got there but i'll let you lead us because i could have taken that and just kept yeah Uh, hey hey listen y'all think i'm joking we're 51 (laughs) minutes and 30 seconds in and we're just now wrapping up high school we're just uh, wrapping up introductions exactly hey hey i told you guys man listen just like i told my buddy nick rice the other night i said the same thing i said nick we're 48 minutes in. We're still in elementary. Like we ain't even we, we ain't even hit it yet. Uh, but again, um, first off, uh, a couple of things here. Um, I guess l- let me go with the joke first. So, and Rob, you may know this, and I thought I read this years ago. So the whole cake eating thing. Yeah. My understanding goes from back in the day. I guess they want to say tournament, and they drove the, the parade or whatnot. Somebody had like a cake in the car. Like, is that true? Is that what it is? Or You know, I've heard so many stories. The one that we went with at Highlands was, it's funny because, um, you know, Highlands and Newport don't play anymore. Right. I mean, you know, anymore in football. Because they used to be three together. Oh, yeah, they all were together, yeah. Um, And what a loaded district and region that was then. But um, the story that I heard was that, and it's funny because I haven't heard that one that you just told. See, yeah, Uh, and I've probably heard ten or fifteen different things. But the story I heard was that, um, you know, there was a way back in the day. I don't know. You know, Highlands have been playing football for what one hundred and ten years now or whatever. But way back in the day, we went down and played Newport. Um, We had, uh, I'm talking like in the 
30s. I don't know. I, you right. know, the, yeah. at least this is the impression I got. Um, and, and Highlands had dominated Newport at the time and whatever. And, and um, that particular year, um, Newport beat them. And, uh, and as they were leaving, they were saying, go back and eat your cake up on the hill, blah, 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 blah. Hey, how long you say you're telling me a Newport person said that? <laughs> hey, nah, no, they wouldn't do that. Newport people don't do that, they man. They don't do that. No, hell but, no. But that would, you know, and who knows, right? That could right. have been the, uh, the speech that one of the Highlands coaches exactly. gave one year to motivate Varsity us. Varsity Blues, you know? right? I right, had a dream you know, last night. Right, to motivate you know? us yeah, to yeah, beat yeah. Newport one year. Right, I don't right, know, right. but, but that's right, the but story I got. Gotcha. Well, good enough. Well, you know what? That's something we need to figure out, and then and, and, and I'll post about that. And so we need to find that story. That's so um, I wanted to go there because it was kind of funny and light. But on a serious note, having my notes here, um, you know, both of you guys said uh, pops wasn't around when you guys were younger, right? Um, and sports was kind of your outlet. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the one thing that I tell Morgan and Zach, and I tell all my friends, and obviously the the kids that I coach and and, and whatever sport is how important sports is. Mm-hmm. I mean, and obviously it's it's the you know, the generic commitment, you got to be at practice. It's, it's a, but I'm like that every, and again, I, I know we get this right, but mm-hmm. just for the people who don't get it is that it's everything just from, you got to be at practice on time. You got to be, you got to practice hard because you're going to have to work hard. Mm-hmm. You have to show up to work on time. Mm-hmm. It's, you know what? Sometimes you're going to lose, pick a sport, softball, nine, nothing football, 49 to six. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're gonna get your ass whipped and guess what? In life, you're going to have a bad run. You're, mm-hmm. You know, your mom's going to die. Your car's going to break down and, 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 you're, and you might get fired from work. Right. You know, so, but I'm like, look, man, look at the life you have and the shit you have. Look at what these people have, mm-hmm. you know, and, and again, I throw it in the sports because um, this, uh, compare that to like when we're out of town, right? So not being arrogant, we play at a high level. We're only mm-hmm. inside the 275 loop, maybe twice a year, three times a year. So all of our trips to Myrtle Beach and, 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 um, Good night. I'm kidding. I'm having brain farts here. But Gulf Shore, Alabama, and all know, over the country. Exactly right, right yeah. to play softball. And I'm like, hey, you're doing this playing softball, you know. But but and again, I I just say that just because um, I say this with your with your guys' dads not being around. And, and I was fortunate enough, you know, my dad made it through all of my yep. um, sports and all that, and he was around. And and we'll get to this here in about a minute uh, of the men's softball world of everything I got to experience, which obviously you being a little older, respectfully that I got to experience with Sean. But as you can imagine, that's why I got the nickname Roach. I I had Brown Oshkosh jumpsuit on. I'm running around the ballpark. Like I got damn Roach. That's what my dad said. So, but as you can imagine, like my dad, steamboat Springs, a thoroughbred down Lexington, like traveling the country. That's what I tell everybody. And again, I swear, if you remember teachers back in the day, there's no computer for attendance. Remember you had the old uh, notebook deal. mm -hmm. And like my mom always said, he missed more Mondays than anybody because we're out of town with Dad with softball, <laughs> and we're either getting back late Sunday night or right. we're just staying until Monday right. because they're softball, right. you know. And, and, and I say all that just it's all sports, right? You know, I don't care if it's basketball, softball, baseball, like you said today. Uh, first off, everything's year round anymore. Yep. Everything you have your school sports, obviously, and you have your AAU select, so it's it's nonstop. Right. And I'm a big believer. We're in that funky era. Like you guys had mentioned, what you're what 16U and, and we're, what yeah. we're going to deal with eventually, and that's why I love being behind Laura's team because they're O sevens. We kind of follow what they do, um, and they're in the same boat as you guys know in Kentucky. You can play high school softball as a seventh grader. Indiana and Ohio can't, so that's one thing we're dealing with this year. We have God forbid if I don't get this right. So Morgan, Ainsley, Sadie, Aubrey. No, no, Aubrey's sixth grade. Aubrey's sixth grade. So scratch yeah, Aubrey yeah. and Mallory. So we have four of our girls 
who are eligible to play. So here we are. We're typically rolling at the end of March and April. And obviously with COVID, everything's bumped back. There's a handful. I was just a handful. There's only like one or two tournaments, but they're big boy tournaments. Like mm-hmm. you mentioned earlier, they're invitationals. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're the bat wars, the gators, the lasers, right. only ones that they invite you to. Right. And we're like, man, we have, could have four of our girls playing high school softball. We got to make a decision here. Right. You know? And uh, it's, 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 it's a good problem to have. It is. It's a good problem to have. But, um, but, but anyway, not to, not to get a sidetrack on that, but it's just different. Yeah. And like I said, when we talked to our Ohio, Indiana parents about it, they're like, so you can play as a seventh grader? And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know the history behind it, but yes, we can. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that, that's just a side note. So, that's, that's, uh, I remember when you scheduled, who'd we go up to? I took the JV team up one year, and I don't remember. We played at the same time. Milford. And it was actually a bunch of sophomores and juniors. Milford. And I had a bunch of seventh, seventh and eighth graders. And we beat them. We beat them on a walk-off home run yeah. or something. And after the game, the coach came, man, these girls are great. They're going to be, you know, when they're seniors. I said, oh, well, they're seventh and eighth graders. <laughs> right. No way. Well, hold said, on. That's a hold difference. On. Hey, I have a bad coaching job here. Who's your seventh or eighth grader hitting a home run who's not playing varsity? Well, good night. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, you got to remember the team we had at Highlands those years. Right, was pretty that, good. that was yeah, varsity. Yeah. But I think the fence was like 172 because they put us on a small field. Yes. Yeah, we hit the left center. Yeah, you're playing the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. But no, that, that shows the difference. And like you talked about at Summers, as these girls continue to get older and more opportunities arrive, whether it's draw, driving, jobs, schedules become different, and then things start to break. But that's it, – yeah. it, it, and I dealt with it. And, you know, when we, me and Rob were talking a little bit about some of the better summer teams that have been around here and the Steelers team that I was lucky, you know, to get in towards the tail end with that Chris Crawford and some of those guys had. That team – Phenomenal when we talk about all the players that came through there. And um, so a couple of girls are D1, but I think I counted the other day from 14U to 16U. I think we had a total of 17 or 18 girls that were on that team because we, at the end of 14, we kind of split and some of the upper talent went to go chase that. And, you know, the other girls stayed around, but we were really successful. Yep. And out of those 17 to 18 girls, 16 could have went and played college. And I think. 10 That's to 12, insane. 10 to 12 certainly are. And right. we didn't, we stayed within the 275 loop, so to speak, except for the girls that chased it. But it, it, even with that talent, we had to deal with that breakup. I remember we were sitting in the, uh, Connor, and we were, that's where we were practicing for the ball team. We're sitting in the dugout one year after we lost five girls, six girls, and moved on. And we're sitting there with the girls that stayed behind and asked, what do you want to do? We're going into 16U. We got five girls. Now, there's a little ego to me when it comes to coaching is, hey, we'll find kids. You know, we're going to develop more coaching. Let's see what goes on. And it was tremendous because that year I was I was talking about this the other day, the five kids that we picked up, all five of those kids are playing college softball. Right. right? I mean, they're NAI, D3, but as we know when it comes to college softball, there's not a professional market out there as it compared to where it would be, you know, men's sports or something like that. As long as you're going to college to play, you should be happy with that. And um, it's tremendous when you look at, but that year of 14, because the other things, and there'll be so much that you'll see in the world that, that pop up is, you know, then the competition between the girls, because they're all great friends. Now they're all sisters chilling, right. Hanging Mm -hmm. out having a good time. Mm -hmm. But then you're going to have those girls that want it more than the others. And whether you believe it or not. And then, Hey, we got to replace her. Well, what do you mean? She's been our third baseman for five years. I know she's your best friend. Yeah, but she's got to go because for me to go somewhere else, you know. All right. So listen, I got to pause you there and I'm going to write this down because if we start jumping around, we're we're, going to be good. You're good. We're going to be all of a sudden. Yeah. We're transitioning. So so I'm putting a note here, asterisk. I'm going to put one o'clock. Girls. Yeah. Yeah. One One o'clock. Girls leaving. And that's under my. High school softball notes. All right. So okay. men's softball, we're going to put one hour and one minute. 
on there. So I'll be sure to label that. All right. Hold on. I guess, Matt, anything else with Sproles or Rob talking about what we just wrapped up with? Just the intro, you know, one thing I always like to bring up or talk about, you know, obviously um, got married at some point, had some children along the way. We'll start with Hold you, on. Rob. We're making a transition to men's softball, and you want to bring wives and family into this right Holy now? Holy moly. Rachel's probably sitting right next to him. Yeah, but Rachel's like, hey, Rachel's like tell him about the wives. We're, we're, buttoning up. We're, we're buttoning up the intro. I got you. And, oh, hey, you know, hey, hey, you was right. You was right. Go ahead. It's important. Then we'll roll in. Uh, yeah. All right, so I yeah. guess we'll start with you, Rob. Yeah. Wife, yeah, so, kids, what we got? Yeah, four kids, um, two, uh, two older daughters, um, one uh, 22 and 19. Um, both were very good athletes. Um, the oldest one played softball in college uh, and uh, um, loved them to death, then remarried. Um, have two boys now, um, six, just turned 16 yesterday and Seriously. Carter. Yeah. Happy crazy. birthday, Carter. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, uh, my, my youngest is 10, um, Leo. And, uh, you know, I, I think Sean will definitely, um, agree with me on this one. He's got a saint for a wife, right? Yeah. Um, any of us coaches that, uh, have, have wives are, um, have saints right i mean it it, it, it's a ton of time right it's year round it's not and and even when you're not at the ballpark or the practice field or the gym or wherever you're um you're one thinking about (laughs) and two planning right it's not uh, sean i know you know it's different from going from being a assistant coach in high school to a head coach and now you right. now you're responsible for everything right, right. spirit wear right things right. people don't think about right exactly. um and, and it it it's a it's a job that none of us coach for the money right i mean it, you, if you're a coach for kids you're not coaching for money um but you know you, you you're you're doing this and it's a full-time job right it's a full-time job with no pay basically right. and 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 um and our wives are saints you know my my wife allows me to to do what our passion is and 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 and, and honestly that's the key right the key is they our wives that we have the three of us sitting here understand that we have a passion to develop kids and 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 make something and be competitive and teach them life lessons that they don't get other places and they allow us to do that for, you know, right. for, for, for mm-hmm. free, right? We're, right. we're away from our own kids. We're away from our own people. We're away from our wives. We're away from our houses for hours and hours on end. And they allow that. Right. right. And your, yours, thank goodness is, <laughs> you t- when I, I'm pointing at Tony, um, is involved with it, which right. is well, nice. It's good and bad. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> true, uh, so true. yeah, yeah. Like to your point, yeah, when everything's going well, great. But when I snap and my Trevor Barth nostrils flare up and my traps rise up like earlier when I couldn't find that damn microchip, yeah. and then we're laying in bed on a Sunday night, we just got back from Indy from a tournament, and and and, and then we have the body pillow between us because right. we just got into it on the way home. Right, right. Been there, been there. Yeah, but but now, but to your point though, it, it is man, it, it's it, it it's so awesome that that obviously, um, you know. Kelly, you know, played sports and all that, and with her being involved, um, and and that's what I tell everybody is is it's it's you know you know how it is when you, when you coach your kid mm-hmm. and with Morgan 
So not only does Morgan hear, let's just say if Kelly didn't coach, she would just hear me on the phone with my assistant, or I ain't even saying that, but with my other coaches or other parents. But Morgan hears it all, man. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not mm-hmm. like we, we don't try and keep it from her, but it's just their drive home. Right. Kelly and I both coach. We got to talk about what the hell just happened, <laughs> you know. And uh, But no, you're right. It is. It's 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 it's, it's insane. Um, but I'm sorry to ramble there. but No, I'd say Sean, Sean's got – a saint. Yeah. I oh, I mean, you know, I've been with Alyssa and Matt. I did name drop that I had a wife and three kids in my intro. Thanks, so, Matt. Yeah, come on. Just uh, I've been with Alyssa since 96 and three daughters, 19, 16, and seven. Yes, I said seven. Um, but from running a slow pitch team that we'll talk about that I did for years, and there was a lot of funds that came out of my pockets directly that she was okay with, and then I went straight into running a football program. And at that point – you know, we had four teams that we had to worry about being six to nine. So I was at home there. And then, you know, even with the Steelers. So I think the one thing that I, it's been good with summer ball teams that I've coached is I haven't had any blood in the game, so to speak. Right. right. I've never had my daughter on the team. Right. So when the decisions are made in this and that, I don't I, not that we get a lot of back flat, but hey, you're playing your kid over this. I remember right. I had that issue. And, you know, even the Highlands. So being, you know, coaching with Rob for four years, I mean, it's not a hor- you know horrible drive to get down here 25 minutes a day. But, you know, when we're practicing seven to nine, I'm not getting home till 10 o'clock and she's got dinner waiting and this and that or, hey, I'm gone. We're, we're doing whatever. There's there's never been an issue with that, and I laugh because um, you know with my 16 year old daughter, obviously she she plays softball at Boone. Right. So the reason That's I right. left, yeah, the reason I left Highlands was she was a seventh grader going into Boone, and she was playing softball. Yep. That's what I told Rob, and it's funny because I mean it shouldn't be a hard decision, right? You should leave to go coach your daughter. Right. Right. I actually talked to Rob a couple times, and you know I was like, man, this could be hard. I don't know if I want to leave Highlands just you know to go. Um, but even when the Connor thing come up, she was the first one. She was going in sophomore year, and I said, Abby Connor, you know, I've made contact and. Looks like they may want me around. And to her credit, God love her. She looked at me and she goes, Dad, I'll, I'll, I'll be okay without you. You've been wanting to be a head coach and Connor's where you went to school. It would make sense. And uh, so my kids, they really get into it too. And I think that's the thing. That's why I kind of, when you said Carter was 16, it blew my mind because <laughs> I remember him running around years ago. Um, but the wife is, it's the backbone because when you have that bad day or especially summer ball, you're gone all weekends. Like, you know, you're coming home with your family. You know, I'm coming home from Columbus exactly. at five or six o'clock at night, and you're already exhausted. And depending mm-hmm. on how the day went, you probably don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> right. I try to leave it out of the house as much as possible, but um, even you know, even over this summer, she's up at Connor with me. You know, picking up grass, cleaning up the field because you know we can't have contact with players and stuff. And you know, next thing you know, I'm teaching her how to drag the field. And <laughs> it's those small things that you take for granted. But I've always kidded around with Rob. The flip side is, since this has always been our life i don't think she'd know what to do if right. i was right. exactly right right well and, and it's funny uh, and, and two things here first off with kelly about um you know as much shit as i give her like i always call her my girlfriend and stuff on facebook but like <laughs> just like yesterday you know i work third shift officiate a dj and, and what whatever so like there's little shit when she gets done whereas like i'll come home and i'll pick at her and i'm like you know, because she's a social worker. She's, she's working from home, right, obviously. Right. And I'm like, you're still in your PJs. What the hell? And then she's like, well, I've already looked at hotels for golf store. I've already, you know, and she's rolling off. And I'm like, yeah, because you know, I think I work third shift. I come right. home and I nap to around noonish. So by then, she's done 
were fortunate up here in the bubble. Our kids are back yep. in school. Yep. But when they weren't, she's dealing with them. Right. You can imagine getting Zach's ass out of bed. He's up till 2 a.m. Right. You know, but when I go to work, I see the glow of his phone on his face. He tries to be sneaky, but you don't realize I'm Newport smart. And I go in there and I touch his phone and it's warm. I'm like, and I'll fucking, I'll, I'll bip him upside his head. I'm like, dude, get your ass to bed. And I'll take his phone off and I'll put it, and I'll hide right. it somewhere in the house or something. I'm and, glad you're not the only one that has a kid like that. Oh, no. Oh, oh. So, I, I think we all do. So you, yeah, so you can imagine. Yeah, we, we all got a little piece of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So as you can imagine, reality check. Monday they started back to school. So Sunday I'm like, bro, nine thirty, phone's off. It's going into my room. Right. You know. And but anyway, that was the first thing. And um, the other thing. Oh shit! Here we go. I forgot about it. It will come back to me. But anyway, Matt. <laughs> Matt, did you, did you did do you want to get into grandmas and grandpas and and third cousins and stuff? Or are we good? Hey, I nah, did. I, so I appreciate you. So, I appreciate so, you looking so, out for us. So listen, hey, listen. It segues. It segues in, and Sean touched on it. We're going to go into the softball world. No, and we're that, not. And we're, hey, hey, listen. Hey, we're here. We're going to the men's softball. Then yeah. we're going into that's high school right. softball. That's, that's, that's what it meant. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, slow pitch softball. And Sean touched on it. Well, hold on, hold I mean, on, hold on, Matt. Don't tell me that's where you're going because you text me. We're on the coaching. <laughs> well, we were, and you had to back up. All right, go ahead. He vetoed you. <laughs> go ahead. Go, 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 go ahead, Coach. You got it. Go ahead. No, no just saying. Let, let, let's let's roll into to the slow pitch world. Yeah. And, you know, I just like I said, Sean Sean alluded to it in his comment talking about his wife. But I mean, that's a commitment that you know that that you give up a lot of your weekends for that as well to your family. You know, yeah. if and then if if indeed you do, you know, you're married and have children when you're involved in that. So. Yeah. Um, so let's go into it. Let's talk about it. I I got one quick story about my wife and this shows you the dedication with me and slow pitch and my wife. Yep. My oldest is born on a Thursday and you, (laughs) this wasn't before we picked you up. We're in an NIT at pastime park. She comes home Saturday about two o'clock, get a call that we got beat the first game and somebody's pitching that shouldn't be pitching. I love you general, but you weren't the best at it. <laughs> and, uh, buddies call me up and say, we go at seven o'clock tonight. We can roll off probably three or four. And I'm looking there and I'm sitting there and obviously like, Hey, you know, my first kid's here and this right. is probably a horrible father moment for me, but my daughter laughs at it now. We've all had them. Yep. And my wife looked at me and she says, are you going to be miserable for the rest of the night? And I said, if we don't win these next three games, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> and she's like, just go. And I said, I can't go. It's my first right. kid. And right. she's like, we're going to sleep. We're going to do nothing. I married. This is the key. I know what I married. Right. Right. And she says, I know I married. You're an athlete. You're going to compete and you're doing this. If something happens, if you call, I know you'll drop whatever you have to drop to get here. Right. But you go be you and your commitment to your team and everything else. And we, we rolled two of the three, but I came home at least somewhat happy. But <laughs> when I walked in that night and you, I seen the baby sleeping on her, it was the first moment not being a dad. And I don't know if this was the same as you um, scared to death. Right. Because I oh, really yeah. had no idol or anybody to look at and there's no manual. And, you know, how do I be a good father? Because oh, yeah. I didn't have one. So, you know, you start questioning a lot of stuff. And I'm looking at that moment when I come home, and we talk about my wife. And that was a moment that I looked at her and I see my baby leaving there. And when we talk about sports and why we did a lot of that for me was self-worth. I mean, I was educated. I did all right in school when I wanted to. I had nobody to push me to apply, so right. I was going to get by unless a teacher challenged me. Mm-hmm. If she challenged me and said, hey, you can't do this, oh, well, then better ask. I'm going to get it. Thank God for teachers. Right. right. That's really how much of an impact they had. But if they let me coast by, 
Oh, I was coasting by. I was sitting right. there, feet propped up, writing on the girl in front of me or doing whatever. I gear two let's slip. But with the wife is not only the one person that's kind of supported, obviously, financially, everything we've done through. But, boy, I tell you, she she's kind of kept me in check and helped my self-worth realize that I can be a good father as well. And uh, that that to me was the importance of, you know, kind of bridging the two because I can't leave the home and do what I'm doing if I can't validate that from a father perspective, not knowing how to do it, that she's maybe even backfilling some of the roles that I could, if that made sense. Absolutely. You know, when you're gone all weekend, you're playing at 9 o'clock. And and the other realistic part, most softball wives may know or not, I mean, if we play at 9 and we don't play again until 4, we could come home, (laughs) but we're we're not not coming home. We're going to sit in the parking lot and have a good time. And talk like this. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there might be, you know, a little more alcohol involved in this and that. And, you know, when they call you and and you get them all the time, are you coming home? No, I'm going to watch this other team. We're getting ready to play. And, you know, I'm in the parking lot doing, you know. but Well, you still might be watching them. Well, we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) With the other guys talking, you know, challenging who could run this. Right, uh, right. But yeah, th- those are that's where the wife comes in pretty big, and you know, not to segue the father part of it, but that just goes back to the story of I think how much more of an important role they play, especially from the coaching side and everything else that they can bring to the pitcher, so to speak. Yeah, and I think you touched on something too. Is it? it, it and I talked about the time away from your family too, right? But even that time with the family after coming home, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it it's it, you know to your point yeah you're driving home from Columbus and you're pissed right because your team team played terrible now you walk into your house she's got dinner on the table and blah 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 and you're she's ready to have some family time and you're yep. you know you, you may not be the best husband and the best dad at that particular right. point and that's right. not a bad thing but it's it's because you are so engaged in in what you're doing that you are we all try not to bring it home. Mm-hmm. But it overflows, right? Oh, so, right, right? So you got an hour or two before you set really settle down, and, and they're okay with it, right? Yep. Are they okay with it? Probably not right, right. okay with it. But, but they understand. But it. they deal with it, right? right? And, it. and that's part it. of them being superheroes, right? And, yeah. that, and, and being being the people they are. Um, they're giving you your time to settle yep. down and, and chill. So that, that even to that is it just goes, you know, and, and again, I know we're transitioning into slow pitch softball, but it goes the same way, right? If you, if you marry a slow pitch softball player, <laughs> there's, there's um, expectations that go in right. with that. It's part of it. Yeah, right. Hey, I'll never forget going. And again, so just so you know, I'm just going to keep it at 110 Cause even though you talked about the misses, that's softball related. So, yeah, right. yeah. so uh, Maddie ice, I'm going to cue the 110 on our details about when we started slow pitch softball. But, um, but uh, but yeah, now to your point, and again, go, this is going back to obviously to Dad and them's teams. When I was a kid, I'll never forget there was a shirt, you know, that said, uh, you know, I got divorced because I played slow pitch softball. Right. You know, and again, this is looking back back in the day. No cell phones. There's no Life 360. You can right, see where right, you're right, at. Right. And again, I jokingly say this, not going to say the guy's name, love him to death, but you know who I'm talking about. Nothing better. You pointed at Rob or me? Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, sorry. My, you. Uh, nothing better than we're playing a tournament and this fellow's like, hey, Pomp, if blank ask, the game before us went extra innings, <laughs> and our game went extra innings, and then we're in the finals. They had to double dip us. Yeah. And let's just say this is 4 o'clock, but we got done it too. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> right. Well, well, that's the thing. But we weren't uh, – uh, yeah, and I know you just yeah, said yeah, yeah, yeah. so I've been, I've been on his teams too. But <laughs> but my point is, is, is it, it, we weren't doing anything bad. No. We were still – hanging with the boys. We were man. hanging with the boys, with the in, boys. A, in a, in a uh, you know, a parking lot, a gravel parking lot, and with – 
on the back of a pickup truck, exactly. right? Yep. It, there's nothing. We weren't doing anything bad, but I, it, but we all had those things, right? Hey, yeah, because thank goodness some of them, to your point, there wasn't all this media to be able to tell right. tell on us, right? Is right. basically so. What could you're you saying. imagine? And y'all know on Facebook, whores, all the selfies and shit I would have taken back in the day in the parking lot. We would have been in so <laughs> much trouble. trouble. <laughs> hey, hey, the divorce rate. What they say it's generically fifty percent now. It right. probably would have been about sixty nine percent. You know, with all transparency, I kind of said. I went from one to another. I, you know, this, I'm on my third marriage. You know, and 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 part of that was because of the competitiveness I played. And oh, that's and, crazy. and you know, and, and you, you, for me, just to kind of explain the third marriage thing was I I was you know did the young and dumb stupid thing. All my friends were getting married, so I thought it was the right thing to do. And so disclosure, I'm good friends with both my ex-wives, right? So, awesome. uh, you know, so it's not one of those, hate. I mean, we've, we've invited them. Both of my ex-wives have been in my house for Christmas parties and stuff like that and vice versa. So it's not a bad situation. We, it worked out. And I know not everybody has the luxury of having that, but third wife, you know, and, and the first one was young and dumb. The second one, I thought it was it. Right. And it just didn't work out. Right. It was the whole divorce thing. It just did not work out. And, um, we grew apart and, and the one I have now is, is, um, I definitely, obviously, if I could have found her when I was younger, it would have been the, the we. I know that it's the right mix, and and part of that's through experience. But you know, and and uh, but I just wanted to put a little disclosure, you know, a little bit uh, around that because right. the people that do know me know I've been married three times, and I didn't want to misrepresent that, you know, <laughs> that I have. Right, exactly. So, yeah. Right. So um, so with this now, so y'all know we're hour and eighteen in. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to part one of a sit down with Rob Coffey and Sean Sproles. We had to do a soprano style ending here. Uh, we're about an hour and 18 in. And just so you guys know, when we had this sit down, we went over four hours. So uh, this is my first time doing some editing. And uh, like I said, man, we uh, we sat here for close to five hours. Just the recording was about four hours. So you are going to get part two here very soon. So right now, as, I, um, as I'm editing this, we're like at 470 downloads. Uh, again, like I say, that number don't mean nothing to, to many people, but to me it means something that means somebody's listening. So we're on the way up, and Sproles and Rob said, hey, if we're going to get part two, we at least got to get to 550 downloads. So please hit that subscribe button and download and check it out. And again, part two will be to you very, very shortly. Again, thank you all very much. Stay safe. See you.